Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. I didn't hear it because I had the Flames game on, but they announced Evander Kane in the arena, and there was booze. Did you hear that? And listen, I know those Oilers panelists. Great signing that Evander Kane from a pure hockey. Great signing by the Oilers. I'm like, you got to say it. You know what? Do you actually believe that? Come on. But they have to. From a PR perspective and from a locker room perspective, it's very high risk because you don't know what it's going to do to your group. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Oh, it sure is. Good day, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. It's a brand new week. It is episode number 686 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. And we're back in our normal environs for a week. And then we've got some very exciting news coming up for you with what's going to happen after that. And then what's going to happen after that? So, yes, I'm in South Florida and back in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle is the owner, proprietor, and co-host of the RP Show from Darren, uh, Darren DuPont Media. How about that, Moose? Darren DuPont. How you doing, Moose? <laughs> hey, I'm great. I'm great. You know, it's, it's kind of a good feeling to be home, even though I miss the people of Calgary and waking up to the mountains every morning. That was nice. Well, you're going to be seeing them soon enough. And by the way, now that we're on people's screens, for those that can see us, not those that are listening live, I am not jumping on the L.A. Rams bandwagon per se. I had this shirt. I don't even really remember where I bought it, Moose, but I like it. And yes, the L.A. Rams have advanced to the Super Bowl. And actually, I brought my props with me. So here, is this thing broken? There. We do have some breaking news. We might as well drop it right now. If you don't mind, stuck. We, will be broad, we will be broadcasting from Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles and the Westin LAX beginning one week from today, Monday to Friday, Super Bowl week. We're going to be there. So it's like just getting our suitcases unpacked in time to pack them back up. That's exciting. Of course it is. Uh, it's, I mean, it's going to be buzzing with, you know, the, especially with the Rams being in the game and, you know, cool to be around that environment. And I think this is one of the more intriguing Super Bowl matchups uh, that we've seen in a while. Yes. And to be honest, I would really have had a rooting interest in the Super Bowl and NFL playoffs if our friend Derek Moncrief was still playing for the Los Angeles Rams. He is not, but I was pulling for the Rams to get there just because I knew we were going to be there and the spectacle of the home team in it and all the rest. So it's going to be great. Coming up on today's program, we've got our NFL analyst, Jeff Reinbold, and our NHL analyst, Matthew Barnaby. And uh, Barney is in the betting game full-time, so he's not just going to join us to talk about the NHL. He'll be talking about Super Bowl II. Those are the guests. And I guess before we go any further, do we want to get into the uh, weekend photo album? I'm guessing that your photos are a little more exciting than mine Clark says it's not ready to go yet, so I'm sure it's on uh, somebody else. So let's jump into the uh, quick six show horn. 
And away we go. So the Bengals, as we go with the number one point, the Bengals were the NFL's worst team two years ago. Now they're headed to the Super Bowl to play Los Angeles in the Rams' home stadium. Cincinnati rallied from an 18-point hold to stun Kansas City 27-24 in overtime on Sunday in the AFC Championship game. And then later on in the NFC Championship game, the Rams overcame a 10-point second-half deficit to claim the NFC crown with a 20-17 victory over San Francisco, and away we go. Super Bowl 56 is in two weeks. You've seen all of the, I would hope, the stats and the numbers and everything. It's, it's going to be a delicious two weeks here getting ready for the Super Bowl. But the Bengals were 300-1 to underdogs, Moose, back in the summertime. Preseason, 300-1 to to get to the Super Bowl. It's This is the biggest, unlikeliest underdog to make it to the Super Bowl in Vegas betting History. I think the last one was the St. Louis Rams in 1999. I think they were 250 to one. So nobody saw this matchup of the Rams and the Bengals. I think we all kind of saw that there's a chance it could be the Rams, but not the Bengals, man. So this is awesome. Well, we came into the season thinking the Bengals, hoping the Bengals were a playoff team, Rod. I mean, they took it till week 18 to, you know, clinch the division and get into the playoffs. And then, you know, they've just, taken advantage of big plays. They've overcome mistakes and they've taken advantage of mistakes of their opposition. You know, you just go back to, you know, how they capitalized on Tennessee's mistakes last week, what they did, you know, Patrick Mahomes, when he made mistakes, they made him pay, including in overtime. This group, the stars are aligning and it's the Cinderella run of the NFL. Uh, as of this morning, the betregal.ca opening line is the Rams by four. And to be honest, for a championship game, that seems like a lot to me. For the two best teams left standing in their respective conferences, a four-point line, not 2.5, not 3.5, four points. Having said that, I think I'll take the bet, but deal or no deal, Moose, that's the opening line. Four points for the Rams over the Bengals in Super Bowl 56. I, I, I think deal in a hurry. And you watch my thoughts as if it's a four-point spread that it's going to go up to four and a half. It might go up to five. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of money coming in on, on the Rams. I think that's good value. I think championship game, you think it's tighter. And Cincinnati has played a lot of teams close. But Kansas City was favored by, what were they favored by? Almost a touchdown uh, in that game, last, going into the game last week. And it was, it was kind of L.A., Green Bay and Kansas City that were the favorites to get to the Super Bowl. Cincinnati wasn't on the radar. So just because they've had a couple of really good weeks, um, I think four points isn't quite enough. So I would take the Rams. Interesting. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Well, if you haven't yet, sign up at betregal.ca with a promo code RP22. It's specific to this show. If you like what we're doing every day with this program, entertaining you, the work that we're putting in, Go to betregal.ca, sign up for an account, use that promo code where they ask for it, RP22, and get 22 welcome dollars. You can just put a couple bucks down on the Super Bowl. It would certainly help us out. Uh, this isn't really point two. It's more like point one B, and that is Tom Edward Brady. We do have to talk about this. I don't think anybody's posted it on Twitter yet. I will here when we get to the break. The question today, the poll question for Capital Auto Mall, Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the prairies, capital. Will Tom Brady retire? I think I was in the airport. And you're you're going to see this with my weekend photo album. Not that exciting weekend for me. There's a lot of travel uh, heading from Western Canada to South Florida. 
So I'm getting the, what do you have ready for me? Okay, yeah. So the poll question, I was getting the notifications on my phone that Tom Brady was to retire and that Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington were reporting it. And uh, Moose, we have a difference of opinion here. We discussed this in our morning meeting with all of our crew, Nelson and Clark and so forth. Did we lose Moose? So my vote is no, Tom Brady is not going to retire. Um, and now having said all that, Adam Schefter was the guy who broke the story in the first place that Tom Brady was going to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers two years ago. So I know what your thoughts are on this, but these are mine. Uh, Tom Brady, within an hour or two of this report getting out, like, no, 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 no. Let it be known that he called the Buccaneers and said that he hasn't made his, his mind up yet. Everybody knows all of this, but I was watching ESPN all of Saturday night, all of Sunday, and it was all about Tom Brady, and he's done. Best Tom Brady moment. Who's the next Tom Brady? Top 10 plays by Tom Brady. All the rest. And I'm like, I don't think this is going to happen. I think Tom, myself, would be upset, wants to call his own shot, and I don't think he's going to retire for that. He's, you know the Bucks will take him for another year. So my vote is no, he's not going to retire. What's yours? Yeah, he's got one more year left on his deal with the Bucks, I believe. But I think they're going to no, go through a roster. I think he signed a two-year. I think he signed a two-year deal. I'm sorry, have, when he went there, does he have yeah. two more? Okay, so he might have two more. Um, but his deal, I, I'm pretty sure his deal's not up, though. I thought he has at least another year. But either way, this reminds me so much of when he left New England. You know, he put out the photo, right? The photo, and, and it was leaking. Maybe that he was going to leave or he was going to stay. But he put out the photo, kind of blacked out, and you couldn't tell if he was coming into or out of Gillette Stadium in New England in Foxborough. And it completely overshadowed Super Bowl week. And everybody talked about Tom instead of the two teams in the Super Bowl. And now, all weekend, everybody talked about Tom and this report that he was retiring instead of talking about the games this weekend. It was Championship Sunday, and nobody was talking about the games all weekend until the games happened, right? So here's a chance for him to control the narrative, right? Say it hasn't happened yet. We're going to talk about Tom. All his other ventures are going to get more uh, publicity and hopefully more value for him. And next week during the Super Bowl, all we're going to talk about is Tom Brady. So this reminds me so much that? of him leaving New England, and the decision didn't change. So I, I, I have a lot of respect for Adam Schefter and, and Jeff Darlington. I don't know that they got this wrong, but guess what? Tom can change his mind. We live in a different world than we did last week even, and maybe he thought he was going to retire last week, and now he doesn't. Uh... Darren, that would be a heck of a lot of orchestrating by Tom Brady to pull this off. Adam, you report it, but then I'm going to say that I'm not, and then we'll come back next week and we'll do it all again? Um, I don't think so. That's, that's not my read on the situation. You may be right. Um, you know, Tom did, you're right, completely steal the thunder of Super Bowl two years ago with that. Is he going into the stadium? Is he leaving? So he's not averse to doing that, stealing the entire thunder of the National Football League. But I think it would have been a pretty intricate planning on his behalf to pull off what went down this weekend. And I think that he will come back and play in 2022. So I'll tweet that poll question when we come back uh, after the break. So now to point to the Canadian men's national soccer team is getting closer and closer to its first World Cup appearance since 1986. Canada is four points clear in the CONCACAF qualifying table. 
You understand this is all Greek to me. I have no idea what I'm reading. But the Canadians solidified their spot atop the standings with a 2-0 victory over second place USA in Hamilton Sunday. Mexico went on to tie Costa Rica 0-0 to remain in third. What planet are we on? They're playing an outdoor game in Hamilton in January, and Canada's beating the United States in soccer. What the hell is going on? (laughs) I know. I know. It's wild. And, like, it wasn't just, hey, the weather's going to be great. Let's put the game in Hamilton. This was planned months in advance that we're going to do this in late January in Hamilton. And you know what? We're going to beat them, too. You know, John Herdman has done an incredible job with with, uh, the men's program just like he did with the women's program. And he's put Canada on the map. I mean, this is becoming the greatest story in soccer and one of the greater sports stories following Canada, this kind of, you know, miracle run to get into the World Cup. And, you know, if they get into the World Cup, I I know we'll be paying attention. So that's exciting. I think it's great. I'm following. I'm not watching. But come November, if they make the World Cup, I will be watching. No doubt. Uh, 2.3, and that is... The NHL Sunday and NHL Notes. There's actually breaking news this morning for the National Hockey League. But here's what went down Sunday while you were all watching football. And me too. In Denver, Miko Rantanen had a goal and an assist. And the Colorado Avalanche beat the Buffalo Sabres 4-1 for their 10th straight win and 18th straight at home. Watch out now. The Avs may be the number one team in the NHL. In Pittsburgh, Trevor Moore broke a third period tie with his second goal of the game. And LA's 4-3 win over Pittsburgh. In New York, Kirill Kaprizov, Joel Eriksson, and Matt Boldy each had a goal and a helper. And Minnesota beat the New York Islanders 4-3 for their fifth straight win. In Raleigh, North Carolina, Andrei Sveshnikov scored on a rebound with 3.44 to go to lift Carolina over San Jose 2-1. Our buddy Vincent Trocek, Vinny, scored the first goal for the Hurricanes, who have won four in a row and seven of their last eight entering the All-Star break. In Dallas, Tyler Sagan had two goals and a helper. Jamie Benn had a goal and two assists, and Dallas destroyed Boston 6-1. In Montreal, Patrick Laine scored twice, and Eunice Corpasalo made 32 saves in the Blue Jackets 6-3 win over the NHL worst Montreal Canadiens. And finally, we winded back up in New York. Defenseman Ke'Andre Miller scored with 34 seconds left, and Igor Shesterkin made 40 saves to help the New York Rangers beat expansion Seattle 3-2. Those were the games. Montreal Canadiens star goalie Carey Price says his goal is to dress in an NHL game this season. Carey spoke to the media Sunday for the first time in more than six months. He's working his way back from knee injury and a stint at the NHL's player assistance program. CP31 says playing for the Canadiens is a big part of his identity. Uh, That and then here's the breaking news. Where's my belt? Two. Oh boy, where's my notifications here? It's eluding me. Oh, the athletic. I read it already. I'll just say they've added a couple of extra festivities to the all-star events in Las Vegas, Moose. And I got to go from memory because I thought I could call up, call it up on my phone from the athletic. So they're going to play a skills competition in the fountain at the Bellagio in Las Vegas as part of the NHL skills competition. So I got to go back and read this specifically. What? They had one of the NHL people saying, "Yeah, from the from the aerial is going to look like a hockey rink." 
They're going to be shooting the skills. There's going to be five circles like an NHL rink. So basically they're saying Las Vegas is getting into the spirit of the thing with the NHL All-Star uh, game. So there hasn't been an All-Star game since 2020. It's the first time ever in Vegas. Will that be enough to make you tune in, Moose? Of course. I mean, I want to tune in to see what this looks like. Like, are they going to freeze the water of the fountains there? Or are they going to, you know, put the structure in place? I don't know what they're going to do. It's incredibly exciting, though. And, and if that's where it's going to look like and the fountains are going to go off around the side of the, of the uh, down the length of the arena, I mean, that's, that's cool for a skills competition. As All-Star Weekend returns for the first time since 2020, goes to Vegas for the first time ever, the NHL trying to embrace... They got this wrong. They said try to embrace the spectacle of the thing. No, the line is we're trying to capture the spirit of the thing, but nice try, the athletic. They'll host two events outside of T-Mobile Arena on the Vegas Strip, one in the famous fountain at the Bellagio, the Fountain Face-Off. It's got to be brought to you by Fountain Tire, doesn't it? We'll feature players taking boats to platforms in front of the Bellagio and shooting pucks into five targets in the least amount of time. Steve Mayer, the NHL chief content officer, and he's the guy we worked with on the Heritage Classic, right? He's our buddy. Yeah. Yeah. He says, essentially what we're doing is we're creating a rink. From above, it's going to look like a real rink. All the face-off circles in those structures will be stages. Essentially, the water in the Bellagio Fountains. Think of it as ice. From above, you're going to look, it's going to look like an ice rink, but if your puck misses the target, it goes into the water. Bum, bum, bum. In addition, so it's for one event. Yeah. In addition, the NHL will also host an event on the Vegas Strip called NHL 21 in 22, where the Vegas Boulevard will be shut down and players will shoot at oversized playing cards, attempting to get as close to 21 as possible. Think blackjack, but with sticks and puck. So there's your NHL news. Uh, we'll be back with more of the warm-up when we come back. You're watching the RP Show. No Game Plus TV today. But we are on YouTube Live and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, welcome back, everybody. I'm just checking the comments section, Moose. I just jumped into the cesspool that is the comment section of the RP Show because we didn't have them opener up for any of the warm-ups so far. And I'll get to those in a second. A uh, couple things I want to mention. that Telemiracle 50-50 is back. The raffle proceeds will stay in Saskatchewan and will be part of Telemiracle 45 Supporting the work of the Kinsman Foundation, we encourage you to purchase your tickets at telemiracle.com. $760,000 raised last year, uh, and we are so pleased to be a part of that. The Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day improve their quality of life and independence through gifts of mobility equipment and medical travel assistance. Tickets can be bought by anyone over the age of 19 that is physically in the province of Saskatchewan at the time of purchase. And the draw date is March the 2nd, so we encourage everybody to purchase their Kinsman Telemiracle 46 tickets, telemiracle.com. A wonderful Saskatchewan tradition. Now, I always like going into the comments to see what they're talking about and what they're gravitating to. 
And I will ask you to please go down and just click like on there. We're not on Game Plus television today. We're on YouTube only. So uh, we're into the good numbers here on YouTube. Uh, Moose, just ask people to comment and like and tell all your friends about it. I see John Ohm. When I said I brought my prop, I really did. Um, John Ohm in Winnipeg says, Jets win. Woohoo! <laughs> they really want to jump into the NHL. Why the hell not? They won in St. Louis on the weekend. What was it, 5-1 or 6-1? And I know that the Jets fans are very excited. I got to ask you all, this is sort of like herding cats, like Jason and Red Deer says, the Riders have re-signed Brett Lowther, or is that old news, LOL? Well, it kind of is, man. It was two days ago. Like, what are, you, what are you saying? I mean, Jason shows up every day, and I love him for it. He's a P1. But I'm like, I'm not going to sit here on a Monday with the Super, Super Bowl combatants figured out and Evander Kane scoring on his, in the first period for the orders. And we talked about the Riders signing their kicker two days ago. What do you, what, what do you want us to say? I mean, go to rodpeterson.com right now. Read the Monday morning goalie. All of those things are covered in there. But the show moves. It moves. So I just covered a lot of things there, Moose. The Jets, Brett Lather, Evander Kane. What, what are your thoughts coming out of the weekend of what the weekend that was? We covered the football. What about the other stuff? I know it's tough, right? I mean, when you look at the weekend, Saturdays like eons ago. I mean, we had a soccer game. We had two football games that were big, <laughs> big, big news. And then more developments as we continue to try and dissect what's going on with Tom Brady. Um, Evander Kane's the big NHL story that came for me out of the weekend. I mean, right. we didn't know what he was going to do. Of course, he scores in the first period of the game, and all of a sudden, everybody forgets uh, you know, about the controversy, and all of a sudden, it's a great move. Scoring goals can erase a lot of problems and, and uh, fix a lot of things. But you know what? We, we kind of know that he's a really talented player. He can score goals. And as long as they can manage the, the personality – this is going to be a great move for Edmonton. But that's always been the risk. Can you manage the personality and the locker room presence? He's had a lot of success before and then ran into problems. So if Edmonton can keep him in check and he's in a positive place, this is going to be a wonderful thing. It's a short-term deal. And uh, that's why Ken Holland makes $5 million a year. And you and I do what we do, uh, Darren. But so clearly the orders needed a wake-up call. Gosh knows. Who was I telling the other day? Was that Thelwell? I said, I've done 20 seasons in the yeah. CFL, 17 in the WHL. That's 37 seasons of seeing how teams operate from the inside. And sometimes when you have a team that you know is talented enough, but they're not performing up to what you think they should, you need to stick a stick of dynamite up their ass. And that's what Ken Holland did that? by signing Evander Kane. And it seemed to have worked. But as I was talking with hockey fans over the weekend, uh, they had won three in a row ahead of Evander Kane showing up. Maybe just the thought of bringing in Evander Kane woke him up. You know what I'm saying? And I think yeah. the Winnipeg Jets need the same. By the way, so the very small sample size here, but the Capital Automall Universal Collision Center poll question, will Tom Brady retire? 61% of respondents on Twitter agree with me. I'm saying, no, he's not going to retire. I think Adam Schefter jumped the gun with his report on Saturday. Darren says, yes, that he, if I've got this right, Moose, that you think 39% agree with you that this was all orchestrated by Tom and that he is indeed going to retire. Do I have you right on that? Yeah, I, th I think he's probably going to retire. I don't want him to. I hope he doesn't. 
but I think he will. Um. So yeah, there. The, now it's up on YouTube. So I'm just clicking no. I'm just going back and forth with everything that we do here. Mm, they I said they wanted to talk hockey. I guess they want. What is there to talk about in the CFL? We covered it on Friday. I really think that Brandon Banks left Hamilton because he doesn't think he's going to win there. That's what I think. And the Riders signed their kicker for two years. Brett didn't want to play anywhere else. He's loyal to the team. If he gets an NFL opportunity, I would expect the Riders would let him out of the deal. Let's move on. Yeah. Jack watching in Alberta says, with regards to the CFL and Calgary, says, Begleton, Jordan, Carey. Kareem Carey. Huff has the stamps right where he wants them to be. Watch out for the red and white in 2022. Uh, everybody's feeling good and punchy about themselves, by the way. Right? Yes. Yeah, it's January, guy. Todd Pinkney, one of our P1s, tunes in. He says, rumors from my sources in Philly. He says, Colorado's looking at Claude Giroux. The Oilers looking at Martin Jones. How about that? Who doesn't love a good trade deadline controversy? The Oilers are going to get somebody, right? Yeah. The question is, who are they going to get? And because they can score five goals a game and expect to win. You can do that in the regular season. You cannot do that in the playoffs. Is Martin Jones an update from or upgrade from everything they have? Probably. I think Grant Fear at age 58 would be an upgrade from what they have right now. So it'll be very interesting to see who the orders get in there at the trade deadline. Martin Jones, would you take him, Moose? Deal or no deal? Yeah, I, I would take him. You know, Marc-Andre Fleury's name is circled around. You look at any team that's close right now and who drops off. You know, one of the interesting names that I haven't heard in rumor mills because they're still competing and cover your ears, Winnipeg, but what about Connor Hellebuck? You know, what about a change of scenery for him if, you know, Winnipeg is going to start to rebuild or retool you could get a nice little return from the Oilers. And right now, with Leon and, and McDavid together and in their prime, you kind of got to double down right now if you're Edmonton. You got to empty the cupboards a little bit and, and go with this group. So I don't know. That's just a name I, I would throw out as just for fun. Um, but there, you look at all the goaltenders, the teams that are on the bubble. If they go one way or the other, certain guys will be available. Nelson, our content guy, write it down. Moose has opened the betting for Connor Hellebuck, and I'm here for it. Approved. He didn't play the other night. Eric Comrie played for the Jets in the win over the St. Louis Blues. The asking price for Connor Hellebuck is what? What? You're not touching Connor or Neon Leon. That defeats the no. purpose. So what young studs are you asking for out of Edmund? What do you need? Draft picks? You know, Maybe it's time to get draft picks. Yeah. Probably you start with two first-round picks. Evan Bouchard's a young defenseman who's not playing a significant role, I don't think, right now with the Oilers. I he mean, he's getting some time. Day. Yeah. But here's a young player who has a lot of value. Um, it's interesting. Something to think about. What did you crack a can of worms? 
<laughs> Sorry, um, Winnipeg. No, I love it. Well, I saw from the Winnipeg people, they were uh, saying, you know, they want somewhere to talk about the Winnipeg Jets. Well, well, we'll take you and then roll you over to Winnipeg Sports Talk. John Burns watching in Calgary. He's, is he dropping money on the Super Chat here? You guys tell me. He's Johnny Goodrow beating the Canucks in overtime. He seems like a winner. Uh, yeah, he's been there a long time, dude. Yeah. And he is. Uh... What do you got on the screen, Clark? There you go. There's the super chat. Rod, what's happening? Well, COVID affects things. That's why the games ended up when they were. Why there was an, what? Octagonal. In the, oh, he's talking about the soccer. Right. He's the soccer fan. Yeah. And I, like I said, I'm not anti-soccer. Not walking about. I'm not uh, watching it, but I'm following it. Right. That's a step in the right direction. Oh, well, here we go. Um, Sean Holm, watching on YouTube, says, crazy talk about trading Hellebuck. Is it? I don't think that it is crazy talk at all. Uh, Jamie Anstey says, Carey Price. Jamie Anstey, watching in Nova Scotia, says, Carey Price goes to Edmonton. Can't afford him. $10.5 million a year, even pro-rated. Pro That's not happening. Oh, Calgary's woken up. Roe Williamson watching on YouTube says, love the Flames win last night. This might be a real apropos question. Do the Flames and Oilers meet in the playoffs? Darren, there would be blood in the streets. Oh, it would Don't be so think? awesome if it happened. It would be so awesome. I mean, I, I would love, 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 love to see it. And you and I would just go up and down the highway for uh, two weeks. It'd be great. Flames and Oilers have been great to us. As have the Florida Panthers. If anybody wonders why we are where we are, going back and forth. Moose, I'm going to let you adjourn, bring you back an hour too. Cool? Sounds good. Okay. A sports update on this Monday. The Edmonton Oilers look for their fifth win in a row when they take on the Senators in Ottawa tonight. It's Edmonton's second game since signing forward Evander Kane. He scored in his Oilers debut when they beat Montreal 7-2 on Saturday. The Maple Leafs will try for a fourth straight win when they host the New Jersey Devils. It's the first of a home-and-home. Home. The two teams will battle again Tuesday night in Newark. Also tonight, the Chicago Blackhawks host the Vancouver Canucks. Draw 7 action is underway at the Canadian Women's Curling Championship, the Scotties Tournament of Hearts in Thunder Bay, Ontario. New Brunswick skip Andrea Crawford enters today's action atop the table at 3-0. She's taking on Suzanne Burt of PEI. The Toronto Raptors are in Atlanta. As part of tonight's NBA action, the Raps are coming off a thrilling triple overtime win in Miami on Saturday that moved them a game above the 500 mark. And the Cincinnati Bengals tied the largest comeback in conference championship history to reach the Super Bowl, turning a 21-3 deficit into a 27-24 overtime victory at Kansas City on Sunday. Cincinnati will face the Los Angeles Rams in the Super Bowl on February 13th, the Rams beat San Francisco 20-17 to in the NFC Championship. And indeed, I do have the breaking news bell ready to roll. We will be going to Los Angeles broadcasting live from the Westin LAX beginning next Monday, all of a Super Bowl week. This sports update brought to you by Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. And for the tap, brew house and drive through liquor store. And also Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. It's Jeff Reinbold in next, right, guys? We'll be talking NFL with Sky Sports NFL analyst Jeff Reinbold after this timeout. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television. 
YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. RP show from South Florida for one more week and then headed to Los Angeles. We will be broadcasting from the Westin LAX from Super Bowl 56. Couple comments from our viewers. Metal Shingle Guy is watching on television. Text into the 902 line. He says, any thoughts on Luchez Purifoy? Maybe an elk soon? And he says, Brady isn't going anywhere. Sounds like the contract talks between Saskatchewan and Luch aren't going real well. So I think there's a chance that Purifoy could be on the move. Ray watching in Scarborough, Ontario in the six says, hey, Ron, another weekend of great football. Real happy for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Now torn between Cincy and the Rams. AFC looks bright with the young stud quarterbacks. And uh, also Northside YEG watching in Edmonton says the talk on Coffee Row on Jasper Avenue this morning is Connor Hellebuck for Tyson Berry in a first round pick. So things are heating up in the NHL. Let's bring in our NFL analyst, Jeff Reinbold, and let's just talk about the games, Coach. Hey, good to see you again, my man. Good Six to see more you. It's hours nice to see of barn burning. Florida, brother. What? Oh, me too. Tell me, tell me about it. Yeah, six hours of barn burner football on Sunday. Wasn't it great? Every single play was delicious. You know what? The, you know there was so much squawking after the Super Wildcard weekend that you know that too many teams are in the playoffs and yada yada yada. But, Rod, the next week we have more walk-off kicks than we've had in the history of NFL football. And then, you know, the championship round was the same thing again. So it's been a tremendous, tremendous playoffs. Coach, I got so many things for you. Four of six road teams won the last two weekends. You've been all in all these playoff wars. Home field not mean anything in pro football playoff? Well, I tell you what, in the National Football League, it's meaning less and less. And I know when I uh, went to Kansas City in 2001 to work with Coach Vermeil, he talked to the team about home field advantage across the NFL was worth three points right off the top. I don't think that's the case anymore. You look at the number of visiting teams that won during the year and the number of visiting teams that won this past weekend, it's amazing. I mean, it's just it's the parody thing is so important more important than home field advantages who's playing quarterback for your team what were your takeaways from the conference championship games coach well i think you know schematically in the kansas city game i was really impressed with what lou anarumo the the defensive coordinator with cincinnati did in the second half uh when kansas city didn't cash in that that last play in the at the end of the first half and Eli Apple made a great tackle in the open field on Tyreek Hill. He he changed his he changed his approach, and they came out in the second half, Rod. And really, a lot of time, a lot of the game rushed three, which allowed him to double bracket uh, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And you know, when you start making people get to their third option, it's tough. And they had Patrick Mahomes confused, frustrated, and I think the same thing was true with with Andy Reid. And then you know. Joe Burrow is just, you know, Joe Montana was Joe Cool. This cat's Joe Cool squared because he is, he has ice water in his veins. And just the moment is never too big for him. Like one of the things if you had, had any criticism of him in the past would be that, well, 
you know, he really can't, he can't make plays with his feet. And he pulled that out of his repertoire this past weekend. Two times he scrambled, you know, when there was nothing there for him and, and converted. So, you know, that kid is uncanny. And I feel, you know, it's really cool when you see a son of a CFL guy, you know, playing at the highest level. It's really a, an awesome deal. I can't remember what the sack total was, but I know the Bengals had more sacks for than what the Chiefs had on Sunday. Did they change up their protection for Joe, or what did they do to not give up nine no, sacks against a tremendous defensive front? Well, I think, you know, the, the Tennessee has had some different dudes, right? And, you know, especially inside Simmons is just, he's a monster. But, you know, they hung in there, and they competed hard. And, and uh, you know, Burrow got the ball out of his hands. And, and you know, he made plays and if you know just like it always is in playoff football rod you have you know somebody that you don't think is going to make a big play makes a huge play you know samaji Pirine takes a screen into the end zone and gets cincinnati started you know we all had thought it was going to be jamar chase and he did play well but t higgins stretches out and catches a ball that he had to have gotten with his fingernails because there wasn't any any hand left he was reaching so far up in the air to get it. So, you know, those are guys that you don't think are, are going to make big plays. The defensive lineman that they traded for in the middle of the season that was a backup, bats a ball to himself and, you know, intercepts Patrick Mahomes. So it's just the way playoff football always is. Blanton, the young tight end from the Rams, comes in. He, he's not even expecting to play. You know, he's, he's going to be a special teams guy and a backup tight end to Higby. Then Higby, you know, goes down in the first quarter and Blanton's got to step up and play. And he made big plays down the stretch. So it was high drama. It was really, really good football. Into the Rams, what more can be said about that other than like Matthew Stafford seems to be your guy. He's been wasting away since 09 in Detroit. Doesn't it kind of make you wonder what he could have been capable of the last decade with an adequate franchise? Yeah, you know, everybody at the talk, and, and it was interesting, I was talking to Baldinger about this, you know, everybody's now going to say, okay, this gives hope to every franchise that if you just get the right guy, you, you know, you can go to the Super Bowl. And I think that's a simple, simplistic look at it. you got to have the right guy, and then you better be able to surround him with people. And right now, if you look at the National Football League, Rod, if you don't have three viable wide receivers, you're probably going to struggle to get to the big dance. And you think about the Packers, as good as the Packers were all season, when they got down to Devontae Adams and just some guys, which is what it was in the playoffs, they couldn't win, even with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Now, you look at these two teams, and they are deep at wide receiver. Van Jefferson, Cooper Cup, who's the Triple Crown winner, and you got OBJ as the, as the other one. And then you look, go over on the other side, and Cincinnati's just as loaded. So. You know, football runs in cycles, particularly in the National Football League, and that's what I'm sure everybody is going to say, okay, now this is what we need to do. We need to get a young quarterback and surround him with weapons. Bet Regal has the Bengals underdogs by four points in Super Bowl 56 against Los Angeles. Are you taking the bet? Rams by four in two weeks' time. Well, I don't know. I, you know what? Right now, I would I wouldn't lock in. Right now, I'd like. I, there's too many factors that are out there. I want to know what's Higby's health, right? And I I, I want to know Open Joby or whatever the tight end's name from Cincinnati. Those two guys are really critical to those football teams. And you know, 
I think that it's going to be interesting to see how that how that line moves during the course of the year, course of the, excuse me, next week. But I think Cincinnati can can pull off this thing. I really do because you know you look at the Rams and again last night they had a chance to screw it up. They tried to screw it up. I mean, they didn't manage their timeouts very well. They they didn't manage their challenges very well. And Stafford throws a ball to Jaquiski Tart that, I mean, he could have fair caught the thing. And he dropped it and, you know, let him go down and and finish the game. So that's what scares me about the Rams. You know, they as good as they are, they really don't put people away. They don't have that killer instinct. C.J. Uzoma is the one. Yes, I had to look that up. That's the guy. But I'm, we're going to be remembering his name coming out of the Super Bowl. Hey, Tom Brady, retiring or not, what do you think, Coach? Yeah, I think he's going to. But I think what happened is, you know, uh, Adam Schefter and some of those guys, you know, and, and I, I know what their deal is, right? They're paid for scoops. That's that's their business, right? So they got out ahead of it a little bit. And, you know, I think, and I think Tom has earned this right, uh, Rod. When you're a when you're a superstar, and he is the biggest of all superstars in football, you deserve the right to control the narrative at the end of your career. And I think what what happened was that got out there, and then he had to reel it back in because he wants to do this on his own terms with his own voice, and you know, say the things that he wants to say, which I think personally. He, he's earned that right. And I think we all ought to just back off of him a little bit. And, you know, it, it'll it'll happen as it needs to happen. And uh, coffee with the coach on Instagram and Twitter. I've been watching and holy smokes, you got some big numbers there, man. I put some questions and you can't even see him. It's going so fast. Just tell our viewers about coffee with the coach. Well, it's, it's something we started actually during COVID. I was visiting my brother on Kauai and, and you know, he's... My brother is really, I mean, he's, he's a pretty smart dude. You know, he got the brains in the family. And he said, why don't we do a podcast? And he said, you just call it Coffee with Coach. And then he was the original engineer. And now I've got an Irish guy that does it for me. But, um, you know, we'll be on it twice a week up into the Super Bowl, maybe more next week. Uh, we got a really great guest today. We got a big Chiefs fan by the name of Sam Quake. And Sam is a gold medal women's hockey player from here in, Eng- in England that just lives and dies with the Kansas City Chiefs. So we're probably going to have to do a little therapy on today's show. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. We take questions from, from the audience, and, and it's, been a, it's been a blast. You can uh, look up Jeff Reinbold on Twitter and Instagram, then the links are all there. It's easy to find. Coach, appreciate you. Um, talk to you. Hey, I'm going to see you in L.A. I hope, are you going? I hope we get a chance to not, Well, I'm waiting on work. Guy's got to make a decision with the COVID thing, but Baldinger's going to be there, and if Baldinger's there, then I want to be there. I'm, I need, I demand equal billing. How about I'm that? going to a party with him, and you know the organization, Gridiron Greats, supporting. Oh, that's awesome! Pro, that's awesome. Pro football alumni, right? So that's Thursday night. It's uh, Dick and Jaws cigars with the stars. So uh, we'll be saving a spot for you, Coach. I expect you to be there. Hey, you know where you need to go is you need to go to Lee Steinberg's party. That is awesome. And if you want to, I agree. If you want to go, hit me and I'll and I'll I'll call Lee and get it done. That would be fantastic, Coach. Thank you, my man. Have a great week. All right. Take care, Coach Jeff Reinbold, joining us from England, uh, Sky Sports NFL analyst.
Taco Time viewer takeovers next. You're watching the RP Show on YouTube live today and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. It's the RP Show. It is Taco Time viewer takeover. And psst, the boss, DuPont, is away. So it's just you and me. So any questions you have, whatever the topic, hit me now. And Taco Time wants you to know that online ordering is here. Try it today and get a free burrito on your first order. Use promo code FREEBURRITO, all caps, when you sign up. And we appreciate our friends at Taco Time for being such wonderful partners with us. So the deal is here. Uh, we're in, I'm in South Florida for a week. Moose is back in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And then for all of next week, we'll be broadcasting from the Weston LAX. That's Weston Los Angeles Airport from Super Bowl week. And then we're heading back to Gray Eagle Resort and Casino for what was originally supposed to be two weeks. They've extended it to four weeks back in Calgary after Super Bowl. Uh, so I apologize. We don't have a ton of time here. Um, Dan Asham is watching. I believe Dan's in Winnipeg. He says, do you think Terry Price will be back next year? I absolutely think Terry Price will be back next year. I think it'll be the redemption tour for CP31. I'd be surprised if he's not back this year. I don't know why he would come back right now. The money he doesn't need. And what's the point? The season's a write-off anyways for Montreal. Last minute. Last minute of play in hour one. Terry's only 34, I believe. He could play at least another six more years, and he's the best goalie in the NHL. Um... Darren in Salt Lake City says, what would be more interesting than Tom Brady in a CFL game would be his wife's reaction to the fans. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't it? How about that? Uh, Bob Jericho says, Car Bob Jericho says, Kerry Price should retire. And, and I agree, but my guess is that he doesn't want his story to end that way. Where's my breaking news belt? From Jeff, the Stamps fan, breaking news. In addition to the Kadeem Kerry signing, over the weekend, the Calgary Stampeders have re-signed linebacker Jameer Thurman as scooped by me, Jeff the Stamps fan, on the RP show last week. Keep it rolling. The Moose back in next hour. Plus, Matthew Barnaby will be right back after this timeout. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.